podcasters welcome back to i don't care the podcast i'm alexia de stefano and today we've got a couple things planned to talk about um i do just want to say next week we are having a very special guest on i cannot wait her name is francesca and she is a vancouver actress dialect coach and acting coach so who better to have on than her um so stay tuned for that interview it's gonna be really fun she's moved around in her life uh she was born in saudi arabia and then went to school in australia so even if you're not an actor there are still so many reasons why to tune into next week's episode to hear about someone's life especially when it's so fun like that so i can't wait and i just wanted to let you guys know that you have that to look forward to because I have that to look forward to. So look at us. Yay. Okay. My handy dandy sticky note with things that I need to talk about. The first thing I'm going to talk to you guys about, which is, it's like everywhere ever on the planet. Like if you've not heard about this, if you've not seen videos about this, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you are Patrick and you do live under a star. And that's not bad. Wouldn't we all love to be Patrick sometimes? But but this is truly everywhere. And it's Taylor Swift and her Eras tour. Gosh. Okay, I'm not a Swifty. And yet this year, I know more about Taylor Swift than I ever have in my entire life. I know that there's so much speculation that on June 9th, she's going to come out with a book. And people are speculating because um, there is a book that is what? It's got like 500 and something. I don't know. There was. okay. so again, I'm not a Swifty, so I'm so sorry. I'm going to get some stuff wrong here, but just bear with me. So 13 is her lucky number. So apparently there's like 513 pages in the book and there's 13 chapters and it comes out on the 9th, which is apparently a special day for her, June 9th. And um she has in the end of her all too well um short film it ends with her being an author and so people are like "Ooh, that's foreshadowing and anyways like there's so much speculation that taylor swift is coming out with a book on june 9th um fans are gathering evidence out of thin air and we if i mean maybe you don't know but i'll tell you swifties like Taylor Swift fans, Swifties, are more dedicated, are are better detectives than the damn FBI. So I will not be surprised if Taylor Swift does come out with a book. Now, some people are saying maybe this is just rumor because on the 7th, she's coming out with um, something. She's coming out with something. A song, perhaps? I don't know. I don't know what she's coming out with. But on the 7th, it's already announced that something is coming out from Taylor Swift. So some fans believe that if she comes out with something on the 7th, she probably won't be coming out with something on the 9th because that becomes like too much. 
I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm just here to tell you guys that I have seen so much about Taylor Swift's concert. I want to go. I want to go, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go because I'm not, first of all, I don't know any of her songs and the ones that I that I do know are the ones that all the fans say suck or not suck because I don't think any Swifty would say any song sucks but they're like "Mm, those aren't the good ones and I'm talking blank space shake it off uh look what you made me do look what you made me do look what you just made me do look what you just made me do um uh what else um, I don't know, like the popular ones that were on the radio and that we all probably know. The fans are like, mm, no, like those ones aren't really good. Totally fair, because I say the same about Ariana. Like the songs that are on the radio, Seven Rings, Thank You, Next, um, Dangerous Woman, although Dangerous Woman's fucking fantastic. But most of the time with artists, they're big songs, even Megan Trainer uh made you look you know like they have all these fantastic songs in their album but it's the one big ones that make it on the radio and a lot of people judge albums based on those radio um songs and ariana's thank you next like thank you next if we really think about it was probably one of the lower ranked um songs for me now since we're talking about ariana grande i feel like i haven't talked to her sorry talked about her in a while and so since we're on that topic why don't i actually just rate the thank you next album or or actually let me do my mm, let's mm. okay the problem is that you guys probably don't know the songs i'll play you guys a little clip from each like the beginning five, ten seconds of each song, and then I'm going to, um, I'm going to rate it, and we're going to forget the numbers that I'm rating everything, because there's a lot of songs, so it's probably, this isn't going to be organized, but we're going to do it anyways, okay, so the first song is Imagine, and it goes, imagine a world like that, okay, and I'll just play you guys a small little bit of it. Till noon, noon, noon. Okay, so such. Oh, this is such a good song. This has got to be one of the higher songs. Imagine, I would, I would put it top three. Imagine is my third favorite of the album. Okay, the next song is Needy. coaster trying to get a hold of my emotions okay this is really good as well i'm gonna say it's number four it's my fourth favorite the next one is nasa one giant leap for womankind
NASA, I'd say it's like my seventh favorite. I do really like it though. I'm the universe and you'll be N-A-S-A. I'm a need space. Okay, so it's so good. The next one is Bloodline. This is her nonna right speaking. And they can't find something to satisfy me. Would you mind maybe Lincoln? Let me, let me, baby, are you down? Could you let me go? I'm um, so good. I'm going to say... Ooh, I'm going to say that's my second favorite song. I'm going to say that's my second favorite song. This is called Fake Smile. Another night, another party Saying hi to everybody I'm sorry, it's time to leave, I gotta leave now Got somewhere I gotta be now I'm starving Okay, so that's called Fake Smile Okay, so spots 2, 3, 4, and 7 are filled So I'm gonna put Fake Smile at spot number 5 This is called Bad Idea Wishing you can come and save me Cause I don't wanna roll with it mm -mm. Try to get control of it mm -mm. Okay, bad idea I'm gonna say number 8 I'm gonna say it's my 8th favorite song Makeup I love it when we make up. Go heavy with the makeup. Um, that's makeup. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it at number nine. Number nine. Ooh, number nine. Okay, because I really only have spot six left. So number nine. I'm gonna put it at number nine. I have spot one and six, and then. After nine. Okay, 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 okay. The next one is called Ghost In. Oh, man. Oh, this song is so good. This song might be number one, but the other, the next one might also be number one. Oh no, what did I say was number two? Did I say needy was number two? Okay, you know what? I'm going to change it. I'm going to put imagine at number one instead of number three. 
Um, and then I think I put needy as number two. I can't remember. Whatever I put number two as, I'm going to put it as number three. And whatever I put number five at is going to be number six. See, nobody's actually keeping up with what I'm saying. And you probably don't care. But guess what? We've got three songs left. So bear with me, okay? And then we'll get into the conversation. The next song is called In My Head. Painted a picture. I thought I knew you well. I gotta have it. I see what isn't there. Caught in the moment. Single up in your sheets. But you brought my heart. I said only a half of me. My imagination's too creative. Um, oh, in my head, in my head, I'm going to put in my head as number two, because number two is now open. So number two is in my head. Okay. And then, and then I forgot to place ghost in. Ghost in's going to go number five. Okay. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine slots done. We have two songs. We have three songs left. The next one is seven rings. Y'all know it. Yeah. Breakfast at Tiffany's and bottles of bubbles Girls with tattoos who like getting in trouble Lashes and diamonds, ATM machines Buy myself all of my favorite things Um, Seven Rings is going as number 12 Number 12, last place Next one is Thank You Next But he was in a match Wrote some songs about Ricky Now I listen and laugh Even though most got married And for Pete I'm so thankful Wish I could say thank you to Malcolm Cause he was an angel Ooh, not me getting emotional Cause I know how much her love with Malcolm meant Mac Miller Ugh if you're a real Ariana fan, you'll cry at her heartbreaks for her. And I do. I cry at her heartaches with her, alongside her, for her. Okay, Thank You Next is in 11th place. Um, in 10th p- place, we have Break Up With Your Girlfriend. I'm bored. You got me some type of way. One fucking look at your face. And there we go. Now I've just rated the Thank You Next album. Um, I would love to do that with all of her albums. However, I will not put you guys through that. But what I will do is make you listen to 10 seconds of my favorite favorite ariana grande song called tattoo heart tattooed heart and it just has like it just like it's so nostalgic for me um and it it's just so beautiful and it's been a constant of mine forever so um tattooed heart by ariana grande and big sean sorry by ariana grande no big sean Keep the 
blood rushing through my veins. Oh, I want to say we're going steady. Ooh, like it's 1954. No. Um, okay, that was the longest tangent um, ever. Back to Taylor Swift. So apparently the other night there was a big, big, big storm where she was having her concert. And what most artists would do, if not all of them really, is cancel and reschedule the show. Oh, there's a storm. We can't do anything. It's an outside arena. Like, it's a storm. What are we going to do? It's a fucking storm. It's Mother Nature. No. What Taylor Swift did, she did not cancel. She did not reschedule. She sat and waited for the storm to blow over. And then she started the concert when the storm ended. And the concert went until 2.30 a.m. And she did it. She did the whole thing because she knew that those fans took time off of work, spent hours to get ready, were so excited, had their outfits on, were fully dressed, spent and dedicated their time. People traveled to that city. People paid to go on planes and hotels and all of this. Like she knew if she canceled it, it would be a big convenience for everybody who came because there are so many people who come from out of town to go watch her shows. And so to to have her be such a bad bitch and continue and just wait and then pay a hundred thousand dollars for um the venue because they went past cur- curfew is nothing to her she was like yeah obviously i'm gonna do that that's for my fans what do you mean <laughs> like cancel the show no when lots of people cancel shows for many different reasons and that's fine if you do cancel a show but it's more of just like wow she's so dedicated and loyal to her fans who are so dedicated and loyal to her that she's like, no, we're going to stick through this and we're going to we're going to we're going to get there together and we're going to be up really late, even though we were all probably up really early and we're all exhausted. But we're going to do this and it's going to be a fantastic show regardless. And props to her, honestly, and and her, her truly her dedication to her fans. It's honestly really beautiful. And I can't say that most artists would do that. Because I don't believe they would, honestly. Um, so, yes, my social media, m- all these podcasts that I listen to um, is full of Taylor Swift and her era's tour. And and um, <laughs> and everyone's like, what era are you? And I'm like, I literally only know the names of like the reputation era, midnight era. And I think those are the only two eras I know. So because I don't know any of them, I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm a reputation era gal because I don't know any of the other ones, which might mean like if you're Swifty listening to this, I'm so sorry. You probably hate me right now, but you also are probably categorizing me in a specific era. Like there's probably a specific era for fake fans. I would love to know what era that is because that's the era that I would be in. Okay. 
enough about Taylor Swift and how amazing she is um, currently and how her fandom is the equivalent to Beyonce's fandom and how she is one of, if not the most powerful people on the planet right now. Like I cannot tell you, Swifties, it's it's an army. Like you can have the literal army and military and the numbers would not compare to Taylor Swift's army. And I would rather be on Taylor Swift's army than the military army because I know, I know they will not turn your back on you and they will fight till the end. So quote me on this. If I am ever in a position where I need to side with the military or Taylor Swift's fans, I will choose Taylor Swift's fans because I will probably have a better survival rate with them. <laughs> All right. My I don't care of the week, which um, I obviously we all know at this point, I never have it planned. Oopsies. What are we going to do, right? Um, it's spiders again. Mm-hmm. Because yesterday when I was doing my audition, I went to move something and a spider came out of it and I was freaking out and I started screaming. But then the other day there was a massive spider, like one of the biggest spiders ever on the planet in my house, um, right above the front door. And I do not tolerate spiders. They are not tolerated in this household. If you are a spider in this room right now and you are hearing me, you are not welcome. And if you are seen by the master, you will be murdered. And this is a threat. So leave. Go away. We do not want you. My dog will eat you. I will vacuum clean you. You will die. So go away. Hopefully they heard that and got the message. I hope they heard it loud and clear. Because I will not. I don't. I fucking hate spiders. They need to relax. I'm also cold. So that I don't care about my body temperature because I'm always fucking cold. And it's what? How hot is it? It's 21 degrees outside. It's 21 degrees outside. It's beautiful. It's got a little bit of a breeze. Luna and I worked out. out okay, no. Me and Cassie worked out outside today and Luna was there and uh, we had a great time. Luna was making things really challenging for me because we had to do some certain workouts and she was like on top of me or under me and making things challenging, but I pushed through. And then after that, we had a play date with the dogs and I had the pool out and Luna got all wet in the pool and then she was running after her balls and chasing them and, and having the time of her life. And then because she got so dirty, I gave her a bath. So then she had a bath and now she's all nice and clean. And then I took a shower and I took a fantastic shower. I took the shower that you shave every single part of your body because you're like, fuck, I feel like shaving every part of my body. So I'm shaved and I am clean and I am fresh out of the oven because I felt like it because it was it's a good day and and I was dancing Shakira oh baby when you talk like that you make a woman go mad right like my hips weren't lying 
And then I prepared a couple things that I wanted to talk about today with you guys. And now I'm here. So that's everything. Now you're caught up on my day. Okay, you guys. I need to tell you something that's really, really embarrassing. And I don't want you guys to laugh. And I don't want you guys to get mad at me. And I don't want you guys to scream at me through the screen. And I don't want you guys to complain. And if you're my mother, I don't need you to yell at me. I am telling you right now. As everything was going down, I knew it was not going to end the way that I wanted it to end. And I mean, there's still like a possibility that things go my way, but it's like, um, it's like a 5% chance. So I got scammed and I'm going to tell you how I got scammed. However, you might be like, oh my God, someone scammed you. No, I scammed myself into getting scammed. Now, if you're not fully ready to listen to this, well, you should be because it's fucked. Okay, so what happened is I have been trying to figure out how I can get some free accent chairs for my podcast area because I really want um, the, the like the sheep um, the sheet fur material-esque, um, accent chairs, and they're expensive. The ones specifically that I want are $400 each, and those are really fucking expensive, but they also, that's like the cheapest ones that I could also find. They go from $400 to over $3,000, and so I'm like, oh my god, maybe, maybe I can figure out how to get this. And then I had an idea. Oh, my God. Just find yourself a sugar daddy. And and all they want you to do is talk to them. So, like, find yourself a sugar daddy, talk to them, get some money, and great. Now you get the accent chairs. So I go onto Instagram and I search in sugar daddy. And I message a bunch of them. I'm like, hi, I need money for a podcast studio can you give me money, please? And thank you. And then I wait for a little bit. And I'm like, oh my God, am I a genius? Like, am I about to get rich right now? I think so. So then one of the sugar daddies responds and they're like, hi, how are you? Where are you from? And I'm like, hi, I'm Alexia. I'm from Canada. Hehe. <laughs> And they're like, oh, fun. I'm from here. And I'm like, cool. Can I have money? And they're like, sure, you can have money. Um, PayPal, not e-transfer, PayPal, this, this, Venmo, this, Cash App, blah, 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 giving me all the options. And I'm like, PayPal, I got that. Let's do that. Great. They're like, great. What's your PayPal email? Before I sent anything, I Google searched, can someone have your PayPal information with just your email? No, they cannot. And I was like, great. Okay, I'm going to send them my email. So I send them my email. And he's like, okay, um, I'm just going to need $21 for the um, conversion fee. PayPal with large amounts of money, you need to... Like there's a small fee. And I was like, I think to myself, I'm like, Alexia, 
this is the moment where you decide that you are being scammed. This is the moment you know that this is a scam and that this is not a sugar daddy and he will not give you money. In fact, he is asking you for money, which is suspicious. But then I think even more and I'm like, yeah, but what's $21, right? Like if it's a scam, I lose $21. And if it's not a scam, I get $2,000. I'm like, is this something that's worth the money? And I'm like, yeah, of course it is. This is a risk I'm willing to take. $21 and in return I could get $2,000. And I'm also thinking to myself, I'm like, why would anyone scam me for $21? That's oddly specific and low. That's a low number. So um, I, I PayPal this sugar daddy, supposedly, uh, $21. And he goes, great. And he sends me a screenshot of him sending me $2,000. And then, um, meanwhile, another sugar daddy is messaging me. And I'm like, great. While this $2,000 comes into my bank account, what if I make another sugar daddy deal and get even more money? And then uh, pretty much, again, same thing. Hi, how are you? Where are you from? And I was like, hi, same thing. And then he's like, this is how my transactions work. Um, I'm going to give you $4,000 right now. And then every Friday, I'm going to give you $2,000 in exchange for just conversation. I'm like, great. I can talk to you for $2,000 a week. Absolutely. Nothing sexual, nothing weird. No feet pics, no nail, nail polish pics. Sure. I can talk to you whenever you want for $2,000 a week and $4,000 right now. I'm like, great, send me my money. Here's my email. And he goes, great, same thing. He's like, I'm going to need $20. And I was like, been here, done that, boom, here's $20, great. And and I'm, I'm like, great, I'm about to have six thousand dollars in my paypal account i'm so excited right i'm like boom forty dollars and i get six thousand dollars in return why didn't i think about this sooner but in the back of my head i'm like you are getting scammed you are getting scammed alexia you are getting scammed you are not gonna get money and so I um I don't have the money. I never got the money. And then I was talking and I was talking to them and I'm like, look, because then they were asking for more money. They're like, in order for us to give you it, PayPal is now asking for $45 to $50. And here's that screenshot. And I'm like, I can send you screenshots and edit them too, dude. So um, I got scammed for money when I was hoping. My hope was so high. My hope was so high. I was hoping that I would get money in return. And then... Get the fucking accent chairs that I want. 
This is all in the name of accent chairs. I wanted these accent chairs so much that I reached out to sugar daddies. Now, I think I think I need to find a real sugar daddy is the issue because because or is the the, the solution really because if I find a real sugar daddy, then I am getting money like that every week and I want that and I want it to be real and I don't want to get scammed and it's it's a beautiful grind and then I'd have everything I want and I'd have money to go on trips and do random things all while just talking to a random person come on the idea of sugar daddies and sugar mommies are beautiful I just wish that the ones that I was reaching out to were the real fucking deal so hi if you are a sugar daddy or a sugar mommy and you are looking for a sugar baby to talk to and to have conversations with and who you will not ask for money first and just give me money instead and you see, come on YouTube and look at me. Come and see the setup that I have. Boo hoo. Help me make this a beautiful setup. Buy me the accent chairs. Give me money to have fun and enjoy my life. Hi, I'm Alexia Stefano, and I could be the perfect sugar baby for you. Rates do apply. And only conversation via text on Instagram. You will not get any of Alexia's personal information, nor any creepy weird pictures. Don't be a weirdo. Just give me money. Thank you. What do you think? How was that pitch? Would you sugar baby me? Would you let me be your sugar baby if you had money? I mean, I would. I would. And I think people should be real. Be legit. And don't scam me for 20 bucks. Don't tell me you're going to give me $4,000 and then ask me for $20 and then not at least refund me. Redonkulous. Redonkulous. Truly. So that was them. That's how I let myself get scammed because I knew the whole time. I knew the whole time that this was not going to go my way. And I checked my PayPal and the number is still zero because I don't keep money on PayPal. I always transfer it to my um, my actual banking stuff. So if you want to send me money, you can you you can ask for my email and you can send it to me through e-transfer if you're a Canadian or through PayPal if you're not Canadian. My birthday's coming up, May 25th. I could really use money um, for those accent chairs people. Great. Now that I hopefully sold myself completely and made it clear what I want for my birthday from random people. Let's get into the main conversation of today because believe it or not, the main conversation is not how I let myself get scammed by scammers. It's it's about the struggles, the annoyances, the frustrations with looking so young. Now, I'm turning 20 on the 25th, and I probably would guess that 90% of you would say that I don't look 20, that in fact I look more like 15. I look young. 
I look young and I hate that. Like, yes, I understand that looking young one day will be really amazing for me when I'm older and when I look young and flawless and beautiful because I will. I will look young, flawless and beautiful. I mean, I do now, but I will in the future because I use retinol, because I use sunscreen, because I stay out of the sun and because my genetics and the fact that I just look young, like all of these things I know and I know that one day I'm going to be so grateful for and I'm grateful for that now already. The problem with looking so young and people assuming your age all the time is that there is such a level of respect that I don't get, at least initially, because people think I'm so young, because people think I'm teenage, a teenager, because people think that I am a fool and that I'm young. And yes, I am young. I know. Like, I am young, but I'm not as young as people think I am. And so, um, like, sometimes it's funny, right? Like, sometimes um, I'll be getting ID'd when nobody else is because I look 12. And people are like, oh, my, like, don't fool me. Don't think that I'm not going to ID you because I'm not IDing other people. You look 12. So I need, in order for you to get alcohol, I need to ID you. And then they examine my IDs. They like pick them up, flip them back and forth. They're really looking up and down at me like they examine these damn IDs because they're like, how is this girl truly 19 years old? How is she actually legal age? She doesn't look it. And I know I don't look it. And that's fine. But it is difficult because of that respect thing. People are always like, respect your elders, um, but nobody respects young people. Like, really, no older people respect young people. And so when people think I'm younger than I am, and maybe I'm, you know, talking about things that uh, are adult conversations, people don't listen to me. People don't respect what I'm saying and people are sometimes uncomfortable because they think I'm so young and they're like, why is she talking about this? She's too young to be talking about it. And it's like, no, I'm actually your age or just a little younger or I'm really much younger than you, but still legal age. So it's 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 so frustrating, especially when I look so good. Like, especially when I'm in public and I know I look so good and say there'll be like a really hot waiter and like I want to flirt. I can't flirt because then this waiter is going to think that a 15 year old girl is flirting with them and I'm not 15. So it makes it hard for me to look good in public and want people to look at me because I know in their head they're like, oh, she looks good. But wait a second. I'm a pedophile because she's 15 years old. No, I'm not. And you're not a pedophile. I am 19, almost 20. And it's fine to say that I look good because I do look good. Let's appreciate it. Let's not like have to pretend that I don't because you think I'm so young.
you see the issue yeah um having um having certain it's it, i don't know like especially in public it's really the worst because people are they just assume they just assume i'm so young and truly it would be fine if there wasn't like um boundaries for teens versus adults and if there wasn't expectations for teens versus adults like sometimes I can get away with things like if I don't know how something works or if I need help with something or if I'm looking for something specific I play into the youngness and I'm like I just don't know how this works and I play into that innocence um and usually I get my way much more easily than if I were to look older but then there are times where it, it really comes down to the fact that I don't get taken seriously until people have know my age, until I tell them how old I am. And I feel like I should be taken seriously regardless of my age, regardless of how young I look and and just be respected off the get go. So many old people want respect. They demand respect. They expect respect. But like in this age and with us Gen Zers, we are, no, not everyone, but me and a lot of Gen Zers um, don't like that double standard. Why should I be respectful to you if you're disrespectful to me? So for me, if people feel that they deserve respect, then you better show me that you are going to respect me as well. And if you don't want to respect me because I look young, then that's fucking fucked. And if you don't want to respect me because you think I am young, then that's fucking fucked. Because I will tell you right now, I have very creative ideas. I have very good ideas. I have good results with things I have um I'm just I honestly am someone that is really convenient to have in your back pocket because if you need solutions and if you need creativity and if you need ideas and if you need um help hi I'm really good to have in your back pocket for those things or comedic relief sometimes. Although I wouldn't say I'm funny funny. I am funny like on a spectrum. I am funny versus not funny people. And I am the funniest person in my family by far with no comparison. Well actually Luna is pretty funny. Um, so I can give you some comedy relief. Um, but it's just exhausting truly feeling uncomfortable in public situations because I know people are belittling me and degrading me just because they think that I'm a certain age. And once I tell people that I'm 19, it's like, oh, wait, you're 19? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, wow, you look so much younger. And it it now becomes, oh, now there's two adults having a conversation versus where Two seconds ago, when you thought that I wasn't 19, that you thought I was a child, that you were talking down to me, that you were talking to me a certain way, that you were talking at me, not with me. 
And then now, you know, my actual age and it's like, oh, now we're buddies because ha ha ha, we're both adults. Like, it's just such a double standard and it's so annoying. But what else is annoying is the fucking 15 year olds that look 25. Why? Why do you guys look so old? Why do you guys like do that? Like you're going to look so ugly when you're older because you're going to have wrinkles from all the makeup and you're not wearing sunscreen, I'm sure. And you're probably not properly removing your makeup. So like just be young. You could wear makeup and you could do all the things like do what makes you happy at any age that you want to do things. But also do things responsibly and um, with the proper care. And that's all that I just uh, a lot of the times people are like, oh, you look young, like you must be so happy. And yes, I am, because I know in my future that's going to be really grateful, really good and something I'm blessed about. And in my acting career, I look young which is good but again there's a double standard like I could play a high schooler because I look high school age but in the film industry most of the time high school actors are played by um, people in their early to mid 20s sometimes late 20s and they clearly don't look as young as they are playing so then I kind of get bumped down into like middle school kind of years and I still audition for high school but in the back of my head I'm like I probably look too young for what they're casting and then it's like this whole other thing so yes I'm grateful because I'll get to play younger for longer but currently, right now, in the industry, they are just casting older people to play younger. And they don't look as young as um, if you were to watch high school movies 30 years ago. Which actually is questionable because 30 years ago, they were casting actors more um, accurately age-wise. But everyone just looked old back then. Like, my mom, she looked older in high school than she did probably in her 30s like because hair is the hair is different and the makeup was different and and the clothing was different like now people and how we dress it can really it really like I mean it depends you can dress and look older and you can dress and look younger but I feel like back in the day everyone kind of just looked older and a big part of that is the thin eyebrows. You look very old with thin eyebrows. Thicker the better, baby. And you know who I would say started the trend of thick, beautiful, luscious eyebrows? I was about to say Aubrey Plaza. Audrey Hepburn. Aubrey Hepburn? Audrey Hepburn. God, like, what am I even saying? If I'm going to reference someone, I better like freaking know their names by her. It's Aub it's 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 what was I just saying? Aubrey Plaza. Um Hepburn. Uh Audrey Audrey? Guys, I'm so sorry. Audrey Hepburn. Yes, Audrey Hepburn, I'm right. She always had thick beautiful eyebrows and she was very she was very ahead of the game in terms of her look and her fashion and 
her appearance and just everything like she is to me the beauty standard she to me is the most beautiful woman maybe to ever exist I know a lot of people would would say that's Marilyn Monroe but to me Audrey Hepburn is my Marilyn Monroe she's just so beautiful beyond belief it's insane insane and her 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 eye color her skin color matches like perfectly with the way she she carried herself I don't know exactly what I meant by that um and and she's just so perfect but going back to the age thing like there are certain actors who are older like myself and look younger Katie Douglas is one of them. And I really look towards her. Sarah Glassways. Um, Madison Bailey. Uh, who else? It, really, Katie Douglas is like the, the definition of that. Um, she looks young. She is in Ginny and Georgia. Believe me, she's in Cold Hard Cases. She's very, very, very famous and Canadian and I would love the so much to work with her alongside her to learn from her to be around her um everybody who knows her says that she's so cool and uh yes please but anyways she is someone I look up to because she is so even uh, Sabrina Carpenter looks very young as well. Like these are women who look young like myself, but aren't as young as we look. And th- because they've learned how to carry themselves and they've learned how to be successful with what they've got, they are very respected and everybody sees them for their sexiness. And I'm like, right now, nobody can see me for my sexiness because I look 15. So, um, I feel like I've explained that pretty well. I don't know how else to explain it. Like, it's just frustrating. So, before we leave, I gathered some celebrity news. And I googled celebrity news this week. And I screenshotted some stuff. And then I discovered that the news is from 2015 and 2019 so th- it's not this week and it's not my discovery it's actually really old news that I didn't know about and that Google made me think was now um, but I'm gonna tell it to you guys as if it was happening right now so we're gonna play along we're gonna have a good time and pretend that I'm telling you current relevant news not news that happened many many years ago um, because I thought it was so funny that I thought this was recent news I didn't want to delete it and look for actual recent news I was like oh my god that's like so funny that I did that we have to play into that and make it a joke so the first bit of news is that Paris Hilton did not actually come up with the that's hot cat catchphrase and that she actually took it from someone else Hot or not, Paris Hilton revealed where she got her famous catchphrase, that's hot, nearly two decades after its creation. 
She began using the phrase in the early 2000, and its origin is pretty close to home. Um, Paris Hilton says that the 2000s were all about Britney Spears boy bands. It was all about monograms and labels like Chanel and Dior and Louis Vuitton. And then she carried on to say, I feel like everybody just had really fun with their fashion choices. I think it was just all about being super extra. The Harris explained that she always had been obsessed with wearing lots of pink and sparkles before noting that T-shirts in this area era started to have her go-to phrase printed on them, which added to the super extra vibes. They that uh, then they started making shirts that said that's hot on the and on the back it would say you're not it's cute. Um, the catchphrase, however, wasn't from Hilton herself, but instead from a family member. That's hot is something that my sister Nikki Hilton Rothschild actually always used to say. She admitted, but I trademarked it and I own it. Sorry, Nikki. Isn't that kind of funny that Paris Hilton took a very famous catchphrase, like it is, that's hot, you know that's her. She goes, that's hot. And that's her phrase. That's hot. That's hot. Like she does it like that. And that's Paris Hilton's phrase. But to know that she actually took it from her sister and trademarked it and made millions of dollars off of it. Like, respectfully, if I was Nikki Hilton, if I was the sister, I would be fuming. I would be pissed because Nikki, her sister, really isn't that famous and probably not as rich as Paris. And if I came up with something worth millions of dollars and someone took it from me, I would be mad that I wasn't getting the millions of dollars. Even if I was getting a percentage, I would be like, yeah, but that's mine. I should be getting the full amount. So I thought that that was pretty crazy. And guess what? That wasn't hot. That's not hot of you to steal money from your sister. That's my Paris Hilton impression. And then this one, I really thought I was going to be groundbreaking with this news, um, just to come find out that it's news from 2015. Oh, we are so watching. Nicki Minaj will be producing and starring in an ABC family sitcom based on her life. The network announced Tuesday, September 29. The half- our comedy, based on the rapper's immigration from Trinidad in the early 1990s with her family, will focus on her upbringing in the Queens, New York, and her subsequent rise to fame. The still-untitled show's pilot is slated to shoot in Queens this winter. What? I totally thought I was going to do like some groundbreaking information with that. So... I'm so sorry this was not groundbreaking, but I just thought that it was so funny that I thought that this was relevant news. And it just shows you how little I know about like pop culture that I thought news from 2019 and 2015 were relevant. But did that TV show ever happen? I don't think so. ABC, did you do it? I don't think you did. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, a little bit all over the place, but hey, that's what I don't care is all about. And guess what? That's hot. So thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.